0: Karel Marchenko might have been the biggest positive surprise of the Blue Jackets season. Uh, we're going to talk all about him, how good he was this season, and uh, what his future with the team might look like. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Here with me is my co-host, Hayden Hanson. We are here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, we want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Every day, Locked On Blue Jackets, free and available on all podcast platforms, over on YouTube and on SiriusX. Um, Yes, even on a weekend like today. Uh, we just got too excited about Karel Marchenko, so we thought, hey, let's do a Saturday episode. And that's who we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to continue kind of our player reviews that we've been doing. We took a little break because of the draft, and now we're back at it. And uh, today we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite Russian prospect, uh, Karel Marchenko, who had, I believe, I just looked it up, he had 21 goals in 59 games. Uh, even funnier than that is he had 21 goals and four assists. Um, I was really pushing for him to do the like the Sa Young thing of just have 20 goals and no assists. I think that would be really <laughs> fun. Um, but hey, you can't deny this kid's got something.
1: Yeah, he's got something. He really does. I and I I will be honest. I was never really on the Marchenko hype train when he was in the KHL. I, I wasn't like fully on board. I guess, or maybe I just didn't really understand. But there's this guy that I used to work with. I have to give him credit. His name's Ryan Baker. He actually works at the fan now here in Columbus. He would talk to me, you know, the whole year before he ever played in a Blue Jackets jersey saying, Hayden, like this guy's the guy. Like this guy's sick. Like he's gonna be awesome. Like we can get rid of Line a now because we have him. And I was like, whoa, whoa, man, like take it easy. And then this guy came to Columbus and he just was fully ready to play in the NHL man. Like he, he was a star instantly, instantly became my favorite blue jacket to watch all year. I mean, it was Johnny Gaudreau, but as soon as Marchenko got on the ice, I think he joined at the beginning of December. As soon as he got on the ice, man, it was, it was the Marchenko show. And granted he there, even though he was really, really, it was really amazing to see him come to fruition and, and play at this elite level instantly in the NHL, that was great. There's still some areas he can improve. And for being just a rookie this past year, just a 22-year-old 20, a rookie, so maybe you would say he's a little older of a rookie, but we know that's how it works when you deal with the KHL, to have him here at this age and have him be so good at one category already, which is goal scoring, it's really nice that Mike Babcock and you know the coaching staff now can work on molding his game outside of that and it's really really exciting for any blue jackets fan that uh either just became a fan last year or has been a fan of this team to have a player like that so i'm super super psyched about the future of Kirill marchenko here but yeah he's amazing
0: yeah i was kind of the same of i heard that he was coming over from the khl and i was like man i've been hearing about, i've been hearing about this guy for like two years now i bet his khl stats are unreal and they're fine Um, And so I was like, okay, this kid clearly has something that the stats aren't showing. Um, And I still don't understand what kind of went wrong between the KHL and here because it feels like he's hitting another level. Um, He's one of those players that I feel like you just have to watch him play. And I feel like every other game, um, Jeff Sabota, Jackets Insider, would tweet something like, man, that goalie did not look comfortable making that save on Marchenko. He just has this shot that is... It just fools goalies all the time, and he shoot, He scores goals like it's nothing. Um He's on. I think he was on pace for I think thirty five goals if he played the full season. And um, he started the season with uh, the Monsters. Uh, had nineteen points in sixteen games with the Monsters. Like you said, got called up, made his Blue Jackets debut uh, December sixth against Pittsburgh. Took him a little while to get going. He didn't score a goal for the first three games. Uh, had his first career NHL goal December 11th, and then didn't really seem to stop after that. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm super, super excited about this kid. And I, it's tough to, like, temper your expectations because, you know, we've seen it happen before. Someone comes in and have a really good rookie season and then they take a step back the next season. Or they uh, leave. That happening with Marchenko. Um, And I'm really excited to see what he does after, you know, a full summer under like Blue Jackets development control, because that's the thing with the KHL is I feel like, yeah, you can draft a player, but until you get him in North America, you're kind of beholden to whatever his KHL team wants to do, you know? So he's come over. This is his first full summer where he's going to be, probably working with Blue Jackets coaches. Uh, He'll have a Blue Jackets specific training plan. He'll be working with Rick Nash and the development team. Uh, I'm expecting big, big things from Kromachenko uh, next season. And yeah, like I said, there's a lot of excitement on this team right now. Johnny Gaudreau, uh, Patrick Laine, I think is really going to hit another level next season. Adam Fantilli is going to be there. Um, But every time I look at the roster and I'm like, man, Marchenko might be the guy that excites me the most of all, because I don't think, like, there's no way he's done. He oh, has another oh. high, Um, and I'm really excited to see what it is. Will he shoot at, uh, what was he? He was shooting, like, 20%. He shot, like, he shot at 16% this season, which is a little high. Do I think that's going to come down? Yeah, probably. But I also get, like, the, the thing about players like Alex Ovechkin, for example, and I'm not, Comparing Karel Machenko to Alex Ovechkin before anyone gets mad.
1: but I will here in a second. Player... So just wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, give it, you know, five years. But those type of players, they score a lot of goals because they shoot the puck so much, you know? Um, and I think if Karel Machenko can, probably his shooting will drop a little bit, but if he shoots the puck more, his goal scoring should stay about the same or maybe even get better. And so that's going to be something that I'm, I'm going to be watching is, can this kid crank that goal scoring level up even above what he did in his rookie season, which was just, again, as a reminder, 21 goals in 59 games.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's honestly fair to compare him to Alex Ovechkin because the type of player Alex Ovechkin is, is he's a pure goal scorer. Like, he's out there and he's just going to score goals. And if he does anything else outside of that, that's amazing. But you can count on this guy pretty much getting a goal a night it feels like obviously that's unrealistic to have numbers like that unless the great one's still playing but um it just feels like that for Marchenko and it was only his first year I think he's going to keep doing it because he's also just he's a very smart player he knows where to be on the ice and he scored so many of his goals last year just from being at the right place at the right time right and that's all it takes in hockey is just to know literally take what Wayne Gretzky said and predict where the puck's going to be next. And if you can master that, then you can be a threat. To, and if you can pair that with also having a ridiculous a ridiculous wrist shot, which he has, and it just blows by goalies all the time, that's how he scores goals that way as well. But just his creativity with where he needs to be on the ice to catch and shoot the puck at the right time is, is amazing. He's really, really good. Um, he was almost so good that I can't even really – remember his defense at all and I feel like that's not a good thing and he was minus 23 last year or something like that so certainly you can look at that and be like that needs to be an area that he needs improving just from looking at the pure stats
0: I think everyone on the Blue Jackets needs. everybody does you know
1: (laughs) everybody does in every season review that we've had we've just you know laid into guys for their defense so he's not really unique in that where he needs to work on that so but uh, his assist numbers need to go up for sure. Like He needs to find a way to get more apples out there because you're not going to score goals every single night. You're right, Jay. That 16% shot percentage, that's gonna, that might come down next year. So you need to add more to your game. We have other pure goal scorers that we can put on the ice with you, and Ken Johnson and and Patrick Laine may be on the other side. Like We can mix it in a lot. Um, so there's room for him to grow. But, yeah, after a first season, after a first half season in the NHL, it's don't be surprised if we hit January, the Jackets are in a playoff spot, and Krill Marchenko is the leader in points because he's that good at scoring goals. Like, he's really yeah, good, <laughs> definitely.
0: and especially if he gets the right line mates, which we're going to talk about in just a second. And um, I want to just finish this section. I went to see what Alex Avechkin's goal totals were like. Um, here is a truly bonkers stat. Um, he has only ever scored fewer than 30 goals once. In since his rookie season two, in 2005, and that was he scored 24 goals in 45 games during the um the COVID shortened season. Wow, it's just it's, it's just insane. Yeah. Alex Veskin is on a different level to literally everyone else. Um, and so I don't you want know, to finish that,
1: but the other thing about these guys, too, is uh. Alex Ovechkin, we know him as such a bubbly personality, right? He was in all the commercials back in the day with ESPN, and he's always gives a good quote in an interview. Marchenko is the exact same way. Like as soon as he got to Columbus, he really didn't know any English, but dude, he tried. He tried to know some English, and now he's here, been here for like a year now, basically, and uh, he knows quite a bit of English. So it's he's such a he's such a I don't know, exciting personality, too, outside of that. that It makes you, it makes you love him even more. But, yeah, we'll talk yeah, more no, about he, is. he
0: seems like he's, he's really fun to, like, get a beer with. Um, and his English, way better than my Russian. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, all we'll day. At, um, in a minute, we're going to go and we're going to talk about uh, kind of what the future is for Marchenko on this team. Maybe look at some potential line combinations, things like that. That's coming up in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Uh, before we do that, though, I've got to tell you all about FanDuel. Uh, take a take your first swing at betting on the MLB on FanDuel, and you're going to get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. All you're going to do is bet 20 bucks, and you're going to land $200 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose. That's, it's literally win-win. Either you win your bet, and you win some money, or you lose, and you still get that $200. $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. If you want to bet on hockey, then I would maybe bet on Kirill Marchenko leading the Blue Jackets in goals this season. That feels like a pretty safe bet to me. You can do that all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on the MLB or the NHL than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today, visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown to get that $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball uh, and also us, the LockedOn Podcast Network. All right, Hayden, we've talked a little bit about what the top six for this team is going to look like. Adding Adam Fantilli in there immediately gives this uh, top six more versatility. It gives it some more more excitement. Um, And I know we've been talking a lot about putting Adam Fantilli between Gaudreau and Line and just kind of watching them go. Uh, I wonder if that's where he starts, just to see what happens. Uh, But I think second-line centre Adam Fantilli is way more likely just to kind of get him a little bit of um, weaker competition, limit his minutes a little bit. And so I personally am super excited for uh, Adam Fantilli and Kirill Marchenko uh, to team up all season long. And Marchenko is just going to score every single time Fantilli gets him in the park. Like that feels like a really great fit to me. You add Kent Johnson on the other side to bring some, you know, some, some, uh, some razzle dazzle to that line, to uh, bring some highlight reels to to that line but that to me feels like a really fun combination that will really bring out the best in Marchenko's game you get him a decent center you get him someone that can pass him the puck Kent Johnson's a half decent playmaker um and then you just kind of watch them go I think you don't even need to super coach that line you can just be like hey go have fun how does that sound
1: <laughs> yeah to fill out that top line I think I'm just instantly running Boone Jenner with Johnny again just to see you know the the comfortability there after working a year together the age is the same and then I'll maybe throw Patrick Liney on the other side just because of what he can do on the ice and again comfortability there and then that second line yeah is really really exciting to think about just thinking about Fantilli Johnson and Marchenko on a line just gets me goosebumps because Fantilli has already said guys in you know press meetings here in Columbus like hey I want to be the guy that moves the puck as well. Like I'm not just a scorer. Like I want to influence the game in better way and just constantly make a, a a positive play no matter what I'm doing. That was a giant paraphrase there, but catch any Adam Fantilli interview in the last two days. And that's what he's saying. He wants to be a center that focuses on moving the puck in areas so that the team can score, which is like, duh, that's the goal of the game. And Karel Marchenko is a guy that always knows what to be in the right place for his center to get him the puck. Kirill Marchenko made Cole Sillinger look like he belonged in the NHL last year. Like k- Kirill Marchenko can work well with any center and Adam Fantilli can work well with any winger. So if you pair those two elite talents together, it's going to make some magic. And uh, that's all I have to say, because those two guys are so good at what they do specifically. Like, I don't think the blue jackets have ever had uh, a centerman that they're this excited about, like where he can score Goals. He can pass well, and he can move fast. And then we have a winger who's just as a, can score from anywhere on the ice at any time. He's 6'3". He's a big guy. Like, I don't think the Blue Jackets have ever had that dynamic of a duo, and it's it's exciting to think about.
0: Yeah, it feels a little bit insane for me to sit here and be like, man, Kent Johnson, Kent Johnson is the afterthought on that line. Yeah. Um, and he's not. But And the other thing <laughs> as well is you can mix and match like – Put Johnny Gaudreau with Fantilli and Marchenko, or put mm. Gaudreau, Jenner, Marchenko, or uh, I don't know, Line Fantilli, Marchenko. That might be a little bit weird because there's two goal scorers on that line, and really, you can only you can only shoot the puck like one time, any like in any in any attempt, you know. Um, but I think Marchenko, um or like the 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 appearance of him as a legit top six option. Gives this team more options, you know. Like we've talked about, uh, can Kolsilovich be an option in the top six? Um Can I'm blanking on literally every other guy's name. I mean, Jack uh, Ross on Kino the team be an option. Yeah. To the top yeah. six. Uh, they're bringing Dmitri Voronkov over, uh, another Russian guy. I wouldn't hate Chinakov Voronkov Marchenko as a line either. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um But you know, it, it gives the team options, uh, and I think. Marchenko gives this team a, another layer of goal scoring. And I think as much as I loved that uh, gaudreau jenner line line last season, the team felt top-heavy in a, in a not ideal way. So I think you bring in a guy like Marchenko, you put him on the second line. Um, I mean, I think a lot about, and this is going back a little while, but like the Blackhawks of... 2013-ish, Patrick Kane was their second line winger because that top line was Taves, uh, with uh, Jonathan Taves with Marion hoster and Patrick Sharp. You know? You put you put Patrick Kane on the second line and then just watch him tear opposition the opposition apart. I think you can do the same thing with Marchenko. You put him on that second line. He doesn't have to play against the shutdown elite two-way center that the other team has. And then you just watch him, you just watch him have fun.
1: Yeah, the Blue Jackets have always needed those guys late in a game that can get the big like goal. Like The Jackets have never, and that's obviously an easy thing to say for a team that hasn't succeeded very much in the postseason, but it's true. Like Late in games, the Jackets have lacked the big goal scorer really until, I feel like until Line A got here, that he kind of added that. And then Johnny Gaudreau obviously added that we've always had that from Zach Rensky, but he's a defenseman so he can't really break through as much but now you got uh Line, Goudreau, Gudrow Marchenko Ken Johnson Fantilli like you got so many guys that you just hope late in games can push the pace that extra mile and get that goal that they need because and the NHL, it's those extra goals from those goal scorers that help you make the playoffs and help you win a Stanley Cup. Like it's it's those fine margins, and to have a guy that you know already is very very elite at goal scoring is just it gets everybody excited. I don't think we need to keep going on about it, but just to talk about him even more, like he can score from the blue line. He can he deflects pucks he can take it around the net and do that little wraparound thing that Johnny Gaudreau also does you know it's he can do a lot I, of-
0: I want to see Kirill Marchenko do a Michigan goal this season oh my yeah, been- god
1: <laughs> I want the whole team to do a Michigan goal we are the Michigan, Michigan Wolverines everyone, but specifically, so, specifically yeah. it needs to be like half of our goals this year need to be the Michigan I think that's just as a blanket statement that goes for <laughs> without you know Re- re- rebuttal, like the Blue Jackets need to be, they need to lead the team in Michigan goals. That's yeah. just a fact. Yeah, um, it's 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 exciting, but it's it's kind of crazy. I I understand people that are still a little scared of leaving all this talent in the hands of Mike Babcock. I definitely understand what where you people are coming from in that. Um, now that we have all this talent, now that we have Adam Fantilli, and we're getting closer towards opening day, it is a little. Scary thinking, okay, this is all in the hands of a guy who hasn't coached in three and a half years. I will admit that it is scary, but still, it is also exciting at the same time. Because if he looks at this team, and, and if he really does, if he really is the coach that coached the Red Wings to all that success, if he really is the coach that got the Maple Leafs where they're at, um, that he's going to do insane things with this Blue Jackets team. He's going to do insane things. Um, it's I'm ready to give him a grade that's um, but I know we have more to talk about with his with his future here and stuff. I, I think he likes it here. I mean, he, like I said, in his interviews, he seems to be really the kind of the bebop guy, you know, just his friends with everybody like he's, he's really, really entertaining when the cameras on him, like, I he he reminds me of Ovechkin in that way because Ovechkin when he was young and with the Capitals he just had this energy about him like man we got to keep the camera on this guy yeah Ove is
0: just hilarious. Is having a great day every day yes. and I get the same energy from Marchenko I think it's fun that we're building again like a little kind of cluster of Russian guys as well because mm-hmm. like it must suck to move to North America and realize you're the only person in that locker room that like speaks that language um but yeah let's let's go ahead and and give out a grade and we're also i'm going to switch things up for you in a minute here um let's give him a grade and let's give him some summer homework let's yes. give him a summer assignment of what he needs to work on so we're going to do that in just a second here on locked on blue jackets Before we do that, I want to remind you all again that Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube. Uh, we are trying to hit 500 YouTube subscribers by opening night in October. So if you guys haven't hit subscribe yet, please feel free to go and do so. It'll help us out. Uh, it'll make it easier for you to get the show and uh, it'll make us happy. And I feel like you should want to make us happy because the happier we are, the more content we do. So uh, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Hopefully... We are your first listen of the day every single day. Okay, Hayden, you are ready to give Marchenko a letter grade for the season. Uh, I feel like I can guess what you're going to give him, but let's go ahead and uh, what grade does does Mr. Marchenko get on his report card?
1: Yeah, I'm giving the biggest A-plus I've ever given any player ever. Like, I really did love this guy. He was the reason I turned on... The, this crappy Blue Jackets game, like when they're in the middle of the winter. Like, there's the there. I couldn't just, you know, drink my way through it, you know, and just bear with this crappy team. I needed players to root for, and Marchenko never disappointed. I would like, we talked about betting with FanDuel. The amount of times that I put a bet on Karel Marchenko to score that night and he paid out was awesome. Like, it's just, he brings me so much joy as a player. He, when I sit back and, and was getting ready for the season review and looking at his body of work this past year with a critical eye, he passed every single level for me. Um, he's really good. He's really good. And he does have a bit, like if he was, you know, 28, 29 years old and had the season he had, I would probably be like B or something. But for first year in the league, for coming to a, a brand new country, I, I think that. We undersell that sometimes, as much as we talk about it. I think it's a huge, tough thing to get over. And he he came into the locker room flawlessly. I'm, I am assume he made friends easily because of the way, the attitude that he decided to be a Columbus Blue Jacket with, I think was, was really awesome to watch. And I hope it was inspiring to some younger guys coming into this situation. He's really exciting, and I, I don't have to keep talking about it enough. I was really, really pleased. Um, if I had to give him homework for – uh, next year, because if he has the exact same year that he has this past year, next year, where he scores a bunch of goals and doesn't have any assists, I'll probably bump him down to an A- minus. be like, hey, can we work on the passing? Um, because he's so good at scoring, but again, like teams are going to scout him teams are going to figure out that hey 86 is the guy getting it done if we can shut him down he can't pass well no he needs to be able to pass and move the puck around as well and we have goal scorers all over the ice now so i'd like to see a little bit more of that but that's it other than that a plus this past year is rookie season good job
0: yeah i i exactly the same i think he came in and he did basically everything that was asked of him uh he kind of suffered a little bit at the start of the year with a similar kind of issues that a lot of the young guys suffered with, which was inconsistent ice time. Like uh, his first game, he got 10 minutes and three seconds. His second game, he got 17 minutes and 14 seconds. Game three, nine minutes, 16 seconds, you know, so it didn't faze him. He came in, he put up with the inconsistent ice time. He put up with the the up and down the lineup. Um, His longest goalless streak in this season was nine games. And then I think he had two games, two goals in three games immediately after that. So, like, the kids got confidence. The kids, he's just got something. And, you know, you, you talk about this, uh, you know, he's what, 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 what do the kids say? It's, he's got the dog in him. He's got, oh, yeah. You know, oh, he's definitely
1: got that dog in him. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, he's
0: just, he's a rock star. He's a rock I love, star. I love Marchenko. A plus plus for me. Um, Similar homework. I think I would like to see uh, a little bit more of a, full ice game um the kid the kid's got speed you know um i think he's he's got size too i think he can use that um i would i'll be interested to see how he works in presumably what is going to be a much more defensively uh sound system this year um, cause you know, about half by, by the time we were halfway through the season, it, the Blue Jackets had already lost like four of their top six guys. They lost another one to the trade deadline. And then Erica Branson missed, I think the last five or six games. So like they, I believe didn't, they finished the season with, I think zero of the defensemen that they started the season with, you know? So giving him some defensemen to play with, I think will probably improve his defensive game. And they won't have to go full offense all the time, but yeah, for me, a a plus to Um uh, Can't wait to see what he does. I assume he might be at Travis City again, the the prospect tournament. He might not. If not, then I think training camp day one. That's who I'm going to be paying attention to. Is I'm going to be I'm going to be looking and saying, right? Has Kirill Marchenko spent this summer shooting, or has he spent this summer working on other things? Um, both of which I'm equally happy with, but we have we have no no criticism of marchenko i think it's fair to say
1: no criticism and i also want to say this before we get out of here great hair on great head of hair on krill <laughs> marchenko like we got to start giving flowers to guys that have great hair marchenko has great hair and that di- and it is fair to say that can great hair cloud my judgment of a hockey player? Absolutely, was, I'm can. not
0: not saying that. But. Right,
1: it absolutely <laughs> can. But like, Karel Marchenko passes without the hair. He could be out there bald. And I, and like let's let me just also say the number 86 mm-hmm. is just a cool hockey number to me. Mm-hmm. Like I just love that he chose number in the 80s. Um, I don't know. I just I think that's cool. <laughs> and the 80, number yeah, 86. I like... think
0: of any other hockey player that's born 86. And there's probably right, some guys cool. out there, but.
1: I think of um... Yager, but that's because he was 68. So, like, I'm not i don't know i just think 60 i think 86 is a great it's a, number. It's a fun i hope num- he keeps it yeah
0: wear fun numbers um at some point i think what we're gonna do this off season when we're done with all of our like season reviews and stuff is i'm gonna make hayden uh rank the <laughs> jacket's hair situation yeah. and, <laughs> and see where yeah. we go from see where we go from there i think that would be i think that would be fun uh but that's kind of that's it for us for today uh No episode tomorrow, because it's Sunday. We'll be back with you guys on Monday morning. Uh, And we're going to be talking about Adam Fantilli yet again, uh, because why not? Uh, (laughs) So we're going to be looking at the top three picks in the NHL draft this past And we're going to look at uh, Bedard versus Leo Carlson versus Adam Fantilli and kind of look at, okay, what's each one's strengths? What's each one's weaknesses? Um, Obviously, it's too early to say who the best player of those three is. It's probably Bedard but I think there's probably some more nuance to that discussion. So we're going to look at how those guys kind of stack up against each other, um, which I think will be fun. So we're going to do that on Monday. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find Hayden over at hayden h 971 on Twitter. You can find the show at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, email us. Uh, you can do that at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available everywhere you think you could find a podcast. Uh, up to you, and including uh, Audible, the audiobook website, which is very funny to me. Um, but you can find locked on Blue Jackets there as well. And uh, until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.